0: Hey guys, welcome to Search for Truth. I'm your host James Wagner, and this week we have Kyle Panter on the show, and we get into some like really fun topics like surrender, and yeah, that one just kept coming up a lot. So I hope you guys enjoy. I had a lot of fun. I hope you do too.
1: So we're talking a little bit about um, like letting go. So yeah, for like what what does letting go even mean to you what
0: does it mean to me yeah uh letting go yeah kind of that whole idea about surrender right um for me letting go has been like not fighting what is <laughs> i think is like to summarize it in the smallest amount of words i can think of that is think perfect. Would...
1: <laughs> perfect
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's that's what not letting go isn't like so many double negatives, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Because when you're like focused on perfectionism, which we were talking about a bit earlier, and when you're focusing on this, like, because perfectionism, another word for it is just fear of failure.
1: Uh Ah.
0: Which I never knew before until like going
1: down. That's not something I've heard before either.
0: Right. Um, going through like coaching training and um, those kinds of things was like oh that oh man I just thought I was like oh I'm just striving for excellence or whatever else but no that's not perfectionism striving for excellence is being okay with failing and moving forward almost hoping to fail so you'll learn faster so it'll get better you know what I'm saying it's so different for
1: sure
0: but perfectionism is like gotta get it right 100% the first time it's like cool that never is a thing ever
1: (laughs) dude i have been struggling with that so freaking much like in almost everything that i do i'm a huge video game player right and and i even notice some of the patterns that i bring into my own life while i'm playing these video games and i'm like okay so how do i like getting into a super crazy situation it's like well how do i navigate this this fight right essentially and there's not like, there's a little bit of strategy, but it's like, I'll just run in head first and see what happens, you know, and hope that the team's behind me. And yeah, that just definitely does not work like all the time at all. And I noticed that like, so you say, you know, fear of failure and that kind of thing just carries on into a little bit of like everything else, you know, I start something and then it like, if it doesn't pan out how it's supposed to in the first five hours, then I obviously did it wrong and I have to go start something. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) It's been a struggle. But like, yeah, I started like working on the hand pan and that was really cool to like start off with. Um, And I need to get back into it, but that kind of similar thing happened where I like, all right, I'll start off with some patterns um, and just work on, you know, the fundamentals essentially. Yeah and get four or five different like startings down but then the rest just doesn't like follow and so then okay. i'm like ah crap well i obviously can't play the hand pan <laughs> baloney dude that's such horseshit.
0: dude like right off the bat it's like okay well might as well not <laughs> yeah, um, yeah exactly. that's so interesting though like with your video game patterns it seems like your approach to it is like polar opposite of this perfectionist attitude it's just like, fuck it, let's just go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, that's super interesting.
1: Yeah, I actually that was kind of like a little like paradox. You're right. <laughs> like, fascinating. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Wow, that's so that's so interesting. So I wonder what's like what's the difference then? Is it like what's at stake or 'Cause it's showing up sounds like it's totally opposite when you try to do like the hand pan or when you're you're trying to do something that, um, I don't know, maybe is like gonna be out there or something. You get this nervousness. But when it's a video game, it's like, I'm just gonna go for it, I'm the shit, it's gonna be fine.
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah, true. Um you know, I don't I don't know. Maybe there is like maybe there is a lot more underlying like fear. Um Mm. and we're talking about a little bit on like the consciousness realm. So there's something that I follow like this, a guru kind of, if you want, uh, Mm -hmm. if you will. And his name's David R. Hawkins. And he's got this book called transcending the levels of consciousness. And one Mm -hmm. thing that he talks about, it's really closely related to emotional intelligence. Uh, In fact, it really just is like emotional intelligence is said, essentially. And so one of the things that has popped up over and over for me is like this anger, Um, like suppression of anger Mm. and he has that kind of rated above um, fear so if you're in anger and you're suppressing anger Mm -hmm. then you don't you don't feel anything else essentially right or and it kind of drops you it drops you down like in, in all of this I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough but
0: I think so I mean it sounds like it's almost like a gateway like there's a hierarchy of these feelings and if you stop at anger and suppress it then the other feelings are now no longer available to you right that... yeah Exactly. okay whoa that's a trip and you said fear is below that so you can still feel fear and anger
1: yeah or, i would say or... you
0: probably
1: could yeah i mean you probably could i don't know entirely but going back to like that might also be something that like getting stuck at anger may mm-hmm. also play into like some of the fears that come out essentially. So fear of absolutely fear of rejection, fear of not being perfect or fear, mm-hmm. fear of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that's a, that's such a silly thing. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> silly thing to even like worry about, you know? Um, the thing is like, it hasn't ever come up for me before. Like, I wouldn't say ever, but like within the past year, none of that has ever really come up for me until about a month ago is when this whole thing started. Yeah. And it's been in a really like funky energetic position for me.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, But yeah, that anger thing keeps coming up over and over. So what do you think, like one of the questions that I've been um, asking around is kind of like when I know we're kind of like (laughs) migrating in whatever way. Anyway, yeah, um, so what do you feel when you feel anger? How do you, how do you feel anger? And then how do you practice anger?
0: Love, oh oh, God, that is like the coolest <laughs> way I have ever heard like anger being expressed. How do you practice anger? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can't
1: take credit for that.
0: <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't matter, still so good. You, you helped spread it then, perfect. perfect. Dude, oh my God, I love that so much. I just have to appreciate that for a second. That's incredible. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> bro, <laughs> that's
0: actually so good. Okay. Um, okay, so in my experience, um, I have a bit of like a different approach to these kinds of things because I'm a life coach. Um, so I have like, different ways, just through training, I have different ways of looking at these things. Um, And what was the title of the book? Again, like,
1: transcending the levels of consciousness.
0: So perfect. That's like the perfect segue, because I vaguely remembered, but I didn't want to misquote it. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: So, okay, transcending the levels of consciousness. Oh, my God, that's actually so perfect. So um, within coaching, there are seven levels of energy. Um, there's, There's various modalities of coaching. This is just my particular one. Okay. Um it's one of the uh, one of the most common through ipec um whole thing. Anyway, the seven levels of energy. Level 1 is fear based, um apathy, um stagnation, that kind of thing. Level 2 is anger and wow. conflict and confrontation and uh you know, i win you lose kind of energy. And then you know, level 3 it gets into like um forgiveness and kind of coping um, and it gets into this more, that's when things start to, to switch and turn into like more life giving energy is level three. Um, but this cycle that you're talking about, I've learned and not only through my own experience, but through a lot of study is the cycle between level one and two is essentially a perpetual experience for around 80% of the planet, which is massive. <laughs> like that's when you really like think about that like you meet 10 people, eight of them are going to be like, not only pissed off, but not expressing it. Like like, it's actually so common. And because, okay, here's the cycle. So we go through some kind of traumatic experience or just being raised on earth, which is a traumatic experience (laughs) because that's that's just life here. Like we're, we're so not yet evolved. We're like toddlers in terms of evolution, humanity. So yeah, we're going to fuck each other up, especially being parents. Like <laughs> we are ill prepared to have that job across the board. So, <laughs> so we're going to be in that level one energy, right? Going to be like, Uh, poor me. Uh, There's this victim mentality. The world's against me. Life happens against me or to me or something like that, right? That type of experience, that type of energy, that type of story. Now, how do you get out of it? You raise your energy level, right? Now, what's after level one? Level two. Level two is anger. So, and this is, by the way, like all modalities of um, understanding, like you said, emotional intelligence and just emotional scales. There's always a progression. You can't go from victimhood to like bliss. It's actually impossible. Like that that energetic leap is too far of a gap. You don't have yet access to those uh, vibrations, literally, because of where you're resonating. So it's a step-by-step process. Now the steps can happen really fast, but it's always step-by-step. Okay. I mean it can happen in like a day or two i mean imagine like like becoming enlightened in a day or two that is yeah. beyond <laughs> fathomably fast right but yeah. never instantly right mm. so what happens is you go into anger and you try to express that anger in lots of ways then there's levels of anger right there's like rage and there's just like frustration like there's there's ranges <laughs> what's that
1: i just throwing another one in there stubbornness
0: perfect exactly there's these levels so typically you'll go to like rage first because it's closest to those super low like depression and powerlessness and those kinds of things. But every single person around you is telling you that anger is inappropriate. It's not okay to express this. You're making me uncomfortable. This is uh, not the setting for that, etc., etc., etc. And everybody is telling them the same thing. And everybody <laughs> told those people the same thing. And then boom, 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 boom. And it goes forever, right? Right. And it's this generational deep pattern. So you try to raise your energy level. Most people do it unconsciously. They're like, I feel terrible of being powerless. I'm going to now get pissed off because that just feels like the natural next progression. And it just happens. But then they're like, but I don't want to be like alone and ostracized and hated by everybody around me. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to suppress that shit so hard, right back down to victimhood. So people are just these little ping pong balls going between those two levels for their entire lives, mostly. Oh,
1: damn. Yeah.
0: So it's like this pattern is an epidemic in the world today. And so, how to express that? Firstly, it's okay to do it alone. And you can do that. And that's going to be obviously feel safer. Um, But around trusted people, especially around any kind of like professional, like, like as a coach, I have a small celebration when I get someone pissed at me. (laughs) If they're like in victimhood, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, yes, like they just called me a a cunt. That is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like they're no longer in their low energy level. Like, uh, I mean, I guess, whatever. They're like, ah, fuck you. Like, ah, now we're talking.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. You're getting me, James. You're getting
0: me. <laughs> so a little long-winded, but that's like, it, it required that a bit of energy. Like, this is a huge issue.
1: Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I feel yeah. like it's, we're, we're literally in that, like, transition phase for a lot of people current like right now and maybe that's where like this whole thing is coming from because Mm. you you brought up like the like lower vibration fields and like being like in the depressed lonely like victimhood state essentially yeah i've never been in that state until a month ago like is when it was when it started for me and I mean, I'd be lying if I, wouldn't, if, I, if I didn't say that I'm currently going through that right mm. now. And it's been really heavy on me. And I am like, where is this even coming from? So when we talk about anger, so there's this um, little men's group that I'm a part of that cool. they, they kind of grabbed people together, just me and my buddy and whatever, uh, a couple other people get together, uh, just dudes. To talk about you know what's going on in their life and one thing that keeps coming up again and again for me is anger and how mm-hmm. to express that and that's where that someone asked how do you practice anger mm. and we've talked about we don't really have anywhere in society where we can we masculine energy can yes. release that it's just like true. i mean there's a couple places like um that you can just go beat the shit out of stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, that'd be really cool to do. Right. Uh, we get together and like go throw axes. There's a little ax throwing place that Fun. is pretty cool. You know, you can kind of channel that a little bit and just throw the shit out of an ax and hope it hits somewhere on the not, <laughs> not bouncing back at you, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I found that interesting. There there's, a movie, have you seen Anger Management with yeah. um, Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson? Yeah, yeah That is what I feel like. So you said, you know, when you get somebody angry and they call you whatever it is, a counter yeah. fuck or whatever, you know, yeah. like that's a step in the right direction. I feel like that's kind of what is like going on with me right now, like reverse anger management. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to be angry. <laughs> oh, <Right>. Wow. <laughs> I caught myself like, trying to like scream at myself in the mirror just yeah. to like trigger it. Yeah. And I, I told myself, like, no, you're being fake. Like you can't even fake being in. Take home, dude. <laughs> that's how that's how much i don't know how to express anger wow in fact i was talking to paul actually um it was yesterday or the day before and hmm. we we had gotten on this kind of conversation as well and something that he was talking about was like going going camping going to the earth and just like take a bat and beat the shit out of the earth and i'm thinking like at first like oh that's a little bit intense you know i don't want to beat mother earth right <laughs> At the same time, she's probably like, fuck yeah, you know, let it out and let me take that, you know, so I can transmute it.
0: Literally though. Yeah. And like, I mean, I bet she'd way prefer a, like a baseball bat over fossil fuels. Like let's get real. So you're fine.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of just like where I've been. It's been super freaking funky for me. Interesting. and the focus has been really rough to especially like in reference to this class, you know, the mm. class that we're in. Um, it's, yeah, it's been weird to just like navigate through this space essentially.
0: Especially cause it sounds like it's so, um, unknown for you. It's not like, Oh, well, you know, here we go again, been there, you know, I know kind of like go through the motions or I know what to do. This is like new territory and, those kinds of levels of energy are intense like they can fuck you up <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah you're telling me yeah um i wanted just to jump back real quick because hmm. something that you said um like it didn't necessarily agree with although i don't understand like the full levels um i guess so it's interesting there are you familiar with aaron daughtry um, some YouTuber that talks about, you know, raising awareness and consciousness, etc. Um, kind of lost where I was going with that. So I guess it, it might, po-
0: it was like probably levels of, um, levels of energy, levels of consciousness, levels of awareness. You said you sort of disagreed with, um, probably a progression that I said. Probably oh, like... yes. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Thank yep, you. I got you <laughs>
1: bringing, bringing it back. Yeah. So on there, he mentioned something about like a quantum leap. And I'm not uh, really, okay. I'm not really in like the the quantum realm. I'm not an expert in that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I can't really speak for it. But that just was something that like I I kind of resonated with as that there's like a state that you can be in, and even though maybe unconsciously you transcend those levels in between, mm-hmm. that leap can still happen. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So going from like anger to bliss.
0: Hmm.
1: I'm under the impression, and for me personally, it's happened that it does it can happen instantaneously. Hmm. Through a constant mechanism of surrender.
0: Ooh, there you go. Okay, yeah, so
1: that's something that um so Dr. Hawkins also has a book called Um Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender. And he talks about um, very, very much in depth, this idea of letting go and to start off the day. And I'm still, I'm not an expert at this by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, He talks about like starting off your day, going through how you think that you would like the day to go, cultivating the negative feelings that you would have about that and surrendering them and then allowing like your day just to progress and if something does come up like that's it it's just a constant constant letting go which props that like flow state essentially right
0: mm. yeah, yeah definitely I've uh, uh, my favorite person who, who talks about surrender and that sort of thing is Mickey singer um, he has two books that I know of uh, one is the surrender experiment the other is the unfettered soul um,
1: unfettered
0: unfettered unfettered okay yeah
1: um u-n-f-e-t-t-e-r um tethered soul but not unfettered
0: right yeah unfettered
1: okay interesting cool
0: yeah um and he does talk about that sort of uh that sort of experience of surrender and the power of it um which essentially lends itself to the idea that like good like goodwill goodness like bliss like happiness those kinds of energies that are constantly flowing towards us we're just resisting them and so if you let go then it'll come to you like way faster Uh, and that's why it was his experience he just like happened to become like aware of um like his little self the little s self he became aware of that, like accidentally. He just started observing it as if it wasn't him. And he's like, "There's this voice in my head, and it's not me." What? Wait a minute. What? What's happening here? And he just like accidentally became like <coughs> an observer of himself, and wow. spent the rest of his life. Uh, he's me still alive, but has spent like so many years just practicing. He's like, "Well, I'm just gonna like surrender." To that higher self like to the observer self and then whatever's happening is fine because it's just that's my higher self's bringing it to me. Yeah, and he did he went from like, just being a young hippie like living off of rice and beans to being like, almost a billionaire
1: oh wow and then he
0: lost it all because he just like was also part of the surrender was like huh i want to live a simpler life and it's like great message received it's all gone <laughs> like, <laughs> he just surrendered to all of it he's like cool at least i get to like meditate and hang out with people all day <laughs> like <laughs> he just he just couldn't be shooken um but yeah i want to talk a little bit about this quantum leap thing that's that's interesting um Because I've observed that, too, when reading various, like, people who have become enlightened, for example. Um, Eckhart Tolle had a quantum leap from being, like, super depressed to being essentially enlightened um, after hearing almost like a trigger word, you know? Um, Uh He, like, I forgot how he got the message. It was through a meditation or vision or something, but it it was, like, resist nothing was what he downloaded. And he's just like, huh, look at that. And then just like, bam, never went back. Um, there was, uh, I forgot her, the author's name, but she wrote uh, What's in the Way is the Way. And in her book, she describes a similar, a similar experience of just kind of like being like horrifically depressed and overweight and unhealthy. And then this surrender experience to having a complete flip and transformation of her entire life. Yeah. Um, I've seen in my experience that that's not the rule that's the exception um, it's quite rare for most people to go through that also it seems to be pretty uncomfortable which is interesting like that amount of change in the in such a short amount of time even though it's all good quote you know quote-unquote good <laughs> um, it's like making that huge of a leap is still this really like intense experience because it's like, which is like what people talk about death as well. You like your, your awareness is expanded because you're no longer bound to a physical experience. So your awareness expands to the non-physical so quickly. It's like jarring. It's like, wow, I'm one with everything. Ah, that's a lot. Like, (laughs) you know, so yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, and you and it's it's interesting too that you bring up like the surrender just keeps coming back up and back up even if it's it's quantum leap it's surrender it's that's right surrender and resistance like that seems that seems to be just like (laughs) what is going on. Um, A quick thing about resistance for me. Okay. There's like, um, I feel like that's kind of where all of these maybe. Like diseases and things come from, like blockages, like energetic blockages, and resisting what is right Mm. and super, super hyper focused on what is not. Yes, super hyper focused on what is not. You're not living in what is, and then that's where all of this stuff comes in. Um, I know for me, something that I've been working on is like, um. So bringing it out here, something that I've been working on is, like, my sexuality. And that has some. That was originally, I think, what triggered this whole, like, experience, like, not being comfortable completely oh, with wow. who I am. And I, I didn't feel it immediately. Like, I didn't feel, like, my, like, crown chakra, if you will, like, getting blocked. Mm. But something that, like, pulled me into, like, understanding that maybe my receiver is blocked and I'm resisting it is my headset, which still doesn't work for my computer. Seriously, as soon as this stuff started happening, it stopped working. What? (laughs) And so I just had this like vision, like kind of of like a vision where I'm like floating around in space and I've got like a headset on and I'm sitting here like tapping my headset, like it's not working and I'm like, okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: Am I supposed to hear anything if my receiver is blocked? Oh, that's so
0: good. What? <laughs> ah. Oh my God, how perfect is that?
1: And so that's something that I'm, I'm still working on. Uh, it's, it seems to be kind of still blocked and I'm working through like what exactly that means, but it goes back to all the way like perfectionism too, you know, mm. like I started this process planted these seeds i have a horrible habit of picking my seeds up way too quick <laughs> like oh. dragging them out of the dirt instead of <laughs> letting them, instead of just letting them be you know so anyway yeah that was just a an interesting experience
0: dude okay so did okay so when did it happen did it did they did it cut out before during or after you started having this experience this these new feelings
1: um, I would say that it started happening before Whoa. <laughs> like a little before and then I got into like the, the headset cut off hmm. and then probably two or three days later, um, I started feeling this like little spiral and I called up my spiritual mentor and I'm like, okay, look, I don't know what's going on right now, but I need some assistance. Um, and yeah, that's where this whole thing kind of started um, working through that, um, but it's been a, it's been a rough one, a yeah. super rough one.
0: It sounds like it, man. Wow. So, ah, that's so interesting. So you think it really came from um, this exploration of sexuality and co- going into that? Because what's interesting is sexuality is like the second chakra, right? the sacral chakra. And within that same energy center is creation, right? Sex is how we create new people. So it's like totally, yeah. <laughs> totally in line. It's right. like this idea of being creative, this idea of um, almost like putting yourself out there in that capacity. So that's really, really interesting because then it's like, okay, now I'm not getting any information. I'm not getting any like fuel almost or, or data or like energy
1: yeah. to
0: kind of channel in that way. And it's like, wow so like what i don't know what's what do you think's going on with that
1: so when i was 18 i actually came out and it was all fine and dandy yeah (laughs)
0: friends
1: and family knew like no big deal my my parents kind of had like a little bit of an issue with it but they're still like very like they don't accept the lifestyle but they still love me and are willing to hang out and you know support me so that's fantastic good good um, and then I turned. I turned 21. I joined the military. Spent seven and a half years in there. And for some reason, I went to like. I didn't feel that this was something that I really needed to, like, express to everybody because okay. of a couple reasons. Number one, like the the stigma that sexuality has on, in the military was already like at a weird place, and then only compounded. <laughs> Uh, the next few years after that, especially with like the whole transgender movement. Um, And then after that, I, when I, as soon as I got out of the military, um, I actually thought that everything was all good and dandy. And like through the beginning of this year, actually, it totally was, but it resurfaced somehow. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm not really sure exactly like what is going on there because I've had points in my life where I'm completely comfortable with it. And I've had, longer points where I wasn't comfortable with it. So it's been a, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting as well. Cause you were talking about how there's like not much awareness around kind of like those types of feelings that, that low, those super, super low area of things. And all of a sudden here it comes. And (laughs) it's like, yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're like, Oh, it resurfaced or it was like, almost a surprise sort of indicating it's like okay well there definitely was some wound or subconscious belief or traumatic experience definitely there affecting you but the awareness wasn't there and so it's almost like opposite which is funny it's like actually you did get the data you did get the information (laughs) it just wasn't a fun message to receive (laughs) 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 yep (laughs) yep (laughs) excellent summary (laughs) oh man that's intense yeah Hmm. but
1: i mean i feel like so we've talked a lot about me (laughs) so hop if you don't mind me like asking all good man about like resistance i know like in the in our in the class podcasting, we've been talking about kind of resistances that we've had and um, some self-confidence things that maybe have been going on, um, mm-hmm. myself included. Um, so, what what resistances do you face? And maybe outside of class, like what resistances come up for you, and how do you work through those?
0: Uh, quite a bit, to be honest. Um, so, it's been really interesting this last these last couple weeks um i've been going through a lot of like really intense feelings as well um what i've been feeling mainly is this like isolation um kind of like disconnected feeling like i'm not really connecting with anybody on any kind of meaningful level you Mm. know like like going to the grocery store is not having a real connection (laughs) you know what i mean like yep yeah, so it's like just because you're around other people physically and having a conversation or something does not mean a connection is taking place. You know, they're, they're not the same thing. And so I've been feeling like quite intensely um, this like isolation. And that has just been like messing with my mental health in a big way. Like I, I'm having trouble focusing. I have been like not able to stay up. Or or, uh, go to bed at a decent hour. And I never do that. I go to bed early. Like it just feels better. So I just do it. Like it's not even a thought. But all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay up till 4 a.m. because that's what's going to happen today. Wow. Instead of like nine or 10. You know what I mean? Like massive, like super intense things going on. And I've been having such weird shit happen, especially here in Fairfield. Um, which is i guess it's just business as usual for fairfield (laughs) like (laughs) i guess just weird things happen to you if you come here it's been called the karmic washing machine so just like
1: heard that before
0: you've heard that (laughs) yeah and so it's like when you when you're here you're gonna just like face all these things that are for your growth essentially is, is what it all is but if you have to grow in a way that you're not facing, then it's going to be, like, intensely uncomfortable. Um, so I've been having a lot of, like, psychic-type things occurring, which is just not a thing that I ever go through, ever. Like, I'm just very grounded, earth, here in the physical. Like, I study the esoteric, you know. I'm well-versed in metaphysics. Right. But it's not something you know, I don't channel anything. I don't like have out of body experiences. I don't ask for project. I don't see things. I don't <laughs> hear. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like none of that. Like that. Those kinds of experiences were reserved when I was like on the many hallucinogens that I've experienced. <laughs> That's, yeah yeah of course. Was, you know what I mean? It was never like oh I'm you know getting a download or like none of that sort of thing would happen. And all of a sudden. um, a lot of those things are happening with, wow. to me. And it's kind of in this weird, subtle way of like, uh, for example, uh, somebody will say something and they will be unconscious of something they said or a way they said it or an energy they're putting off when they say those words, but I'll see it or feel it or know it or whatever. And so I'll just be like, huh, you know, when you said that, you just da 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 like you we're actually saying this or exposing that or referring to this kind of thing. And they're like, bro, wh- what? Like, how'd you even know that? You know? And I'm That's like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't even know what I did it. Like I was unaware. I was like, I don't know. Your eyebrow twitched or something. I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at me and they're like, dude, you see what you just did. Right. I'm like, totally ignorant. I'm like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, bro. <laughs> like, i just i mean i can read body language pretty well being a life coach it kind of comes with the gig but yeah. like, this is not that <laughs> so the isolation plus like all these new intense experiences have been like pretty fucking overwhelming actually That's interesting. yeah you so like just, you're like huh? super
1: connected or super isolation bread kind of not being not feeling connected Mm-hmm. Yet then these experiences happen. These experiences happen where it's like, that's complete opposite, right? Yeah, that's yeah.
0: nuts. Yeah, it's like hard to know what the hell is gonna happen like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where that mechanism of surrender
1: comes in. You don't gotta worry about that.
0: That's true. That's that's hard sometimes though. No, yeah, you're telling me. Like for real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've just been um so my high so I um, I read a lot of uh, Teal Swan. Um are you familiar?
1: Not familiar.
0: Oh, okay, she's like the spiritual catalyst or whatever. Anyway, just a super super intensely awesome um just spiritual like teacher. You know.
1: And, hmm? What was her name?
0: Teal Swan. Teal oh. like the color, Swan nice. like the bird. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she is, she did like this intense journey. So she went through a lot of like isolation and loneliness herself and she became quite famous. And she's like, all that did was amplify the loneliness. It didn't help it. So she's like, so what the hell is going on here? I have plenty of friends. I got people who care about me. Plus the fame. It's like, what more could I possibly want to not feel lonely? What the hell is going on here? Then she was like, all right. She's super intense. It's like, She's not a toe dipper. She's just like, oh, I'm going to do this thing and go incredibly intense and like light my own hair on fire. Like, she's just so crazy. So, she just decided to go on like an intense um, plant medicine shamanic journey for an entire year straight. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Like, I can't even comprehend that. Yeah, like yeah. after even my experiences you know ayahuasca we talked a little bit about that um, right outside of the show and i was like dude that was one day that i did that <laughs> and that was like a life-altering event and she's like yeah it took at least a year i was like <laughs> Holy shit!" Yeah. she said she like wrote her manuscript that she later became a book um on like <laughs> tear and vomit stained paper because because you know, <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, um, she discovered that the single greatest human need, number one, is connection.
1: Mm. Uh
0: Literally over food and water, to the actual human physiology, connection is more important. And I'm Ooh. like, yep. that's deep. <laughs>
1: So if, if I might just ask a question real quick about that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, as far as like these, you know, the lower States and that kind of breeds that not connectivity, how would you, mm-hmm. what kind of steps would you say to take in order to kind of renew that or reinvigorate like the connection? Cause you're, I've been there with this past shenanigans just like, not wanting to go out and be connected because it it feels like life deteriorating, right? You're walking around and you're like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't exactly. know what's going on right now. And I don't want to talk to you and you're looking at me weird and you know, like, oh. <laughs> so how would you, how would you say, or what kind of steps would you
0: take? See, that's such a good question because remember that 80% Of people are in that cycle we were talking about earlier Um, with this loneliness cycle it's even higher and the interesting um, the interesting thing about it is we do that when we're in this lonely state or when this isolation state we're like we just kind of like keep everyone at arm's length you know stay away but why why do we do that if all we want is connection it seems so counterintuitive right the reason Is because, like I said earlier, just talking to someone at the grocery store is not connection. And even you were just mentioning, like, you're like, huh, that person's looking at me weird. Or this person is that sort of thing. You're literally, like, you're experiencing the exact inverse of connection when you're around people. So when you're alone, at least you can be authentic. Ah. And That's why we strive for that loneliness. We strive for that isolation. Because we're like, dude, at least I don't have to pretend around my bush. (laughs)
1: You know what I mean?
0: Like, that's a living being that does not judge me no matter what. Like, we're good. You know what I mean? Or your pet, you know? You never need, like, alone time from, like, a lovely pet, uh, from an endearing pet, you know? And so the reason why these kinds of things are occurring is because of that, like, isolation in a group kind of experience. Mm. So that begs the question so if everybody is going to just like you know everybody's so shut down they don't even know how to connect how the hell do you connect right (laughs) it's like it's such a good question i mean the the short answer is basically twofold um one one way of doing it is to just try like literally put the intention out there and say like just know what you're going to do you're like huh I need connection. Like stop lying to yourself that you need to be independent. We're so addicted to independence, <laughs> addicted to it. And it's killing yeah. humanity. So stop pretending that we need to be independent or even want to. We want to be interdependent. I want to do the thing that I love so that you can do the thing that you love and we can exchange stuff. Like that's the yeah. way that we want to be. Most people aren't doing what they love. So that's a whole kind of monkey well, wrench, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, put the intention out there and try, I mean, go to up. of course, with COVID right now, it's so much harder, right? Um, go to meetup groups, like a lot of them, everyone that, even if you're not interested in what they're meeting up about, just go and try, um, put the intention out there and keep trying. And you might experience a bit of rejection. You might experience a bit of like, huh, I don't vibe with anybody in this group. And that's what we fear but if you're alone anyway, you're no different than you were yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like there's okay. no change. So you're not actually risking anything. There's nothing to lose. <laughs> I
1: love that. I
0: gotta leave some notes. Here. Yeah, go for it, dude. So literally just try. Secondly, what people love more than almost anything is to talk about themselves. So ask them. <laughs> so just ask them like if you start like using your words to to ask instead of tell then people will just want to be around you they'll be like wow this person makes me feel so like awesome and heard and listened to and now okay, okay if you go to an energy vampire and they just like Suck all your energy and talk at you for like 10 hours straight. And you're like, okay, dude, not cool. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. understand your boundaries. Like don't just give it all away and kill yourself. Like with energy <laughs> loss. Um, but oh, wow. ask, just ask questions. Be curious about people because the person in front of you has a far more amazing story than you can imagine. If you only ask. So it's not like you're gonna lose out anyway. It's gonna be such an interesting show to watch. Yeah. To like get to know that person. You know, you're like That's Whoa.
1: powerful. That huh? is that's powerful. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. It's just like getting out getting out there and doing it is yeah <laughs> getting past that initial resistance is where yeah. the issue comes in. But yeah, I mean it is that's powerful.
0: Cool. Well, I'm glad it vibed with you, man. That's dope. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I need to, I need to try it out. You know.
0: Yeah, it's like get yourself out there, and then increase your chance of success by remaining curious about the about those people. They'll yeah. love you. <laughs>
1: Not really about what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Next. Oh exactly. man, yeah. That's that's been that's been a thing. Yeah. Been a, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because nobody really asks anybody about anything in these kinds of ways. And so, if you're the one person doing it, you're going to be the star in every room.
1: <laughs> I think you're onto some awesome formula right there. <laughs> For sure.
0: It's like by being altruistic, you're ironically serving yourself. It's really great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, that's been something else, too, that's like continues to pop up. is like, hmm. you know, by being. It sounds so selfish, but by being self serving, making sure your your cup is full, then you're you're filling everybody else's cup. Yeah. And it's so weird to like get that in there. It is because I've always been like a people pleaser. That's just been my thing. So mm. give it, give it, give it. And not right. yeah, so awesome, yeah. I like that.
0: Because our fundamental nature, we're all one. So what what I do for myself, I do for you. What I do for you, I do for myself.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's yes. just so funky to like, it is actually get that in there, you know?
0: because no, we're, it's, there's a whole lot of like evidence with like our senses to say that we're separate. Right. So you have to like look beyond the illusion, which is really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> like, there's not something you're like, oh, no, I'm one with everything. Got it. Cool. What? Like,. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man, I love it. I love it. And that's the, the state, states of enlightenment, right? That's right. That's it. When you're in those states, that's it. I always find that fascinating that like, just, yeah, I always find that fascinating that like the enlightenment stage, there's like that, that pure enlightenment state, right? Mm. Where you no longer have to transcend all of these levels right? right but in the meantime <laughs> you do have to right exactly. <laughs> you definitely have to experience like all of these things and yeah you can you can experience those pure pure bliss states
0: mm-hmm.
1: and flow state right that's kind of what it's called exactly enlightened state you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah that anyway. sort of thing
1: anyway <laughs> i know
0: yeah dude this has been So much fun!
1: Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you had me on here, and uh, hopefully we had some awesome information. I know you had some really awesome information delivered, so and powerful stuff. I appreciate that so much.
0: You did too, though. Like connecting with where you are and the story that you're going through, and these like new things being uncovered. That's incredible, and it's like so valuable to hear because other people are going through the same thing, and they're like. What is this? So thank you for sharing that, man. That's like huge.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for sharing all of yours. I got to say it again.
0: (laughs) Of course, man. Dope. Thanks.
1: Thanks so much. And uh, look forward to hopefully doing another one with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah, let's do a part two or three at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I'm there for it. Awesome. Dope. Thanks, man.
1: All
0: right, take it easy. you too cool. so I can just like cut it off from now, like, let me okay, yeah, yeah, stop the recording though <laughs> but it's easy to find like on audacity, so.